0: Hey girl, welcome back to another episode of Rock That Fitness with Anna Rockstar. This is episode 20. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to stay satisfied in a calorie deficit. Now we all know being in a calorie deficit at times can be frustrating as we struggle through to stay in our calorie deficit even though we're feeling somewhat deprived or we want more or we're always feeling hungry. So in this episode, I'm going to focus in on some great ways to help you, to help you Stay satisfied while you're in your calorie deficit. I'm your host, Anna Wilson, certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, and registered nurse. I'm also the founder and very proud coach of Rock That Fitness, the best online women's fitness community ever. If you haven't yet done so, please hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. Rock That Fitness with Anna Rockstar is a podcast that I created for you to bring you fresh insight that will help you improve your own fit lifestyle. Each week, I'm bringing you a thought-provoking show that challenges and inspires you to get out of your comfort zone and live your own best rock star life through nutrition, fitness, and mindset. So get ready, get set, lace up those shoes, and let's go rock that walk. Hey girl, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? Are you out on a walk? Are you driving somewhere? Are you relaxing? I hope you're having a great day. And I really hope you're taking care of yourself in all of the ways, giving your body nutritious, healthy foods, getting plenty of water to drink, making sure you're getting plenty of rest and sleep, and not letting all the worldly cares get to you and stress you out, managing, right? Managing the stress. (laughs) Hope you're having a great day and glad you tuned in. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I wanna talk about how to Stay Satisfied in a Calorie Deficit. I'm going to go over several different um, tips. There's so many different ways, but these are some of the main main ways that I can think of that are, that are definitely ways to help you while you're in your calorie deficit to stay satisfied. Probably have about, it looks like I've got about nine. Yeah, it's not even an even number. Oh, well, well let's get started. So the first one I want to talk about is is the calorie deficit itself. This is one of the most important things is that when you're in a calorie deficit, you wanna make sure that you're not in an extreme calorie deficit because if you're in an extreme calorie deficit, then you're surely gonna have difficulty hanging on to that sustainably over time. So what I recommend is that you go online, go find calorie calculator. It's like net, something like that and go plug in your information it's going to ask you specifically for your your age your gender your height your weight all those kind of things your activity level so that you can get A pretty decent idea of what your calorie deficit needs to be. But when you choose it, because it's going to give you some options, be careful not to choose the one that says extreme calorie deficit or rapid fat loss, or I can't even remember right now what it says, but choose the one that's moderate, moderate, moderate calorie deficit, which means you would be losing anywhere between a half a pound up to two pounds a week. Um, but realistically, let's look for like one pound, a half a pound to one pound a week is an outstanding place to start. So for your calorie deficit, just make sure that you're in a modest calorie deficit. Another very simple way to do this, which I recommend is just pick a, just, okay, whatever your goal weight is, and then multiply that by 12. And you might be saying, well, why 12? Why not 11 or 10? You could pick 10 or 11 that's just going to decrease your calorie deficit. So you can, I don't recommend that I recommend starting out with 12 times your goal body weight. And the reason these are the numbers that we talk about many of us um, nutrition coaches is because research has shown that out of all of these calorie calculators that are out there and all these formulas that we have out there that can help us determine a calorie deficit. These are the numbers that sort of are the average. So taking the average number for the, for the average person, most people are able to lose weight on this average number of 12 times your goal body weight. So be sure you're not in an extreme calorie deficit. That's number one. Number two, and this one isn't necessarily a tip as much as it is. Be aware of this. This is an important thing to be aware of. And that is that you're going to be hungry if you're in a calorie deficit and hunger is not It's not something to be afraid of. It is a normal part of being human. (laughs) It's a normal part of biology. But it's not an emergency. So getting hungry is just something to be aware of and and find out what's the reason I'm hungry. Try to analyze the situation. And is it real hunger? Is it physical hunger? Or is it more of an emotional hunger where you're just trying to comfort yourself? So Try to make an assessment of this hunger, but hunger is normal, and it's. and I'm not talking about being starving. So be careful that you don't get to a place of just being completely famished. You're like so hungry, like a monster. No, we don't want to get to a place of starving, but just being a little hungry and being aware of that is a great thing to be aware of. And if you're never hungry when you're in a calorie deficit, then you're probably not in a calorie deficit. I ask my clients. What's your I have you are you feeling hungry sometimes and sometimes they are but all of the time being hungry now we need to determine are you in an extreme calorie deficit because extreme calorie deficit could cause you to be hungry all the time. Also important to note is that when you do go into a calorie deficit, in the beginning, you are going to be feeling unusually hungry. Because your body needs to adapt to this new amount of calories that you're taking in, which is not what you have been taking in. So it's normal, normal homeostasis, normal body trying to balance itself out. And over time, your body will learn that you are going to be okay. You're not starving. Um, But again, being hungry is not an emergency. So take a look at the situation, figure out the reason why you're hungry. When was the last time you ate something If it's been, you know, three hours, four hours, you're probably really hungry. Um, If it's been an hour, then I don't know. How much did you eat? And did you have protein? And wait it out and find out. Sometimes you think you're hungry, but if you just wait or do something to distract yourself, maybe you weren't really hungry. So try that, give that a try. And I'm going to talk about water in a little bit as one of the tips to make sure that you're hydrated, but, but try that too. So hunger is not an emergency. Don't be freaking out over hunger. Um, I know, I think, I think many of us do. We think that, oh, we never want to be hungry, but you know, it's not, it's not a bad thing to be hungry and yeah, so it's going to be normal. Number three, be sure you're getting plenty of protein. This one, I really cannot drive home enough. Um, Protein is the most important macro of all of your macros. And you want to make sure that you're getting plenty of protein throughout your day and not just in one sitting and not just a little bit here and there because protein is going to help you be satisfied longer because it has the highest thermic effect of all of the macros, which means it takes your body longer, it takes a little bit more work for your body to digest and break down protein. This is the reason why you stay satisfied longer when you make sure that you're getting enough protein. So if you eat a breakfast that's high carbohydrate, there's no protein in it, you can pretty much bet that you're going to be hungry soon, like pretty darn soon after having that breakfast. So. With any meal that you're having, I highly recommend, for sure, make sure that you that you plan your meal, that you create your meals around that protein source for your meals. Whatever meal, you know, your main meals, your snack meals, make sure you're adding some protein in there. While I'm talking about it, um, this isn't really one of my things, one of my things listed, but I'm just gonna throw this in there. But it's okay to have healthy fats, and healthy fats will also help you stay satisfied. So having neat, um, some seeds, nuts. Um, fatty fish, um, avocado, these kind of fatty things that are healthy and making sure they're in your diet kind of sprinkled in there will also help you to stay satisfied. All right. Number four, we're going to be talking about vegetables and fruits. It's important to be getting plenty of veggies and fruits. Did you know, I found this interesting. The CDC says that one in 10 people are getting their serving of vegetables and fruits. And this is like what the American Heart Association recommends, right? Five daily veggies and fruits for the, that's going to be your healthy number. Like, you need to have more than that, girl. But yeah, five, five veggies and fruits a day, okay? Um, and what's funny to me is you can have more than that, especially when it comes to the veggies and the greens. We need to be really stacking that up because we need to be eating vol- in volume, so Think about high volume, low calorie. That's what a lot of veggies are. And I'm not talking about starchy vegetables. I'm just talking about the non-starchy vegetables, like the spring mixes, spinach, broccoli, those types of vegetables, making sure you get plenty of those and not just one serving. I mean, you might look at a serving of a bro- of broccoli as like two cups, but that's not, if you, have you ever really looked at two cups of broccoli on your plate which I believe is like 85 grams. So I like to measure everything in grams. Um, It's just more accurate. But seriously, pile that stuff up. That's going to help you stay satisfied. So if you find yourself being not satisfied throughout your week, throughout your day, ask yourself, am I getting any vegetables? How many many servings of veggies did I get today? (laughs) I do this. I think to myself, um, I didn't get any vegetables today. We're almost, we're a little past halfway point. I haven't had veggies. I don't hesitate to grab some vegetables out of the freezer, pop them in the the microwave for a couple of three minutes or so, season it up and eat it. I know that sounds like, well, who does that? Well, get your veggies, whatever you got to do, do it. Um, high volume, low calorie. That's what veggies do for us. It's going to keep you satisfied longer. And just think of all the vitamins and nutrients in there and fiber. The recommended daily amount of fiber is 25 grams. That's so many people are not getting enough fiber. That's another very important thing that will help you stay satisfied, making sure you get enough fiber, you know. Um, take a look at that. Start tracking your vegetables and take a look at the fiber content. See if you're getting enough fiber. Now, when it comes to fiber, of course, you can also get it with your complex carbohydrates, like your your whole grains and those kind of things. Um, But make sure that if you haven't been getting a lot of fiber, like that's not something you typically do or you're new to adding fiber. It's not one of those things you want to just like pile on in a day you will probably have some digestive issues. So I recommend that you slowly bring that into your diet a little at a time. So increasing the fiber slowly over time, right? You know what, I wanna back up for a second. The same principle with protein. When you're adding protein, if you have not been getting enough protein, which most people do not eat enough protein, believe it or not, if you're not getting enough protein in your diet, I don't want you to just start Heaping the protein on every single like you can do this in increments like slowly increase the amount of protein that you're getting every day, which I didn't mention and I do talk about this a lot. Well, how much protein should we get? 0.7 grams up to one gram of protein per goal body weight. Now, not if you have a significant amount of weight to lose. I'm not saying that you 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 add you multiply that number towards the number on the scale today. No. What is your goal body weight? That's the weight that you want to be looking at. And then find the range for your protein 0.7 grams to one gram, um, of goal body weight in pounds. That's going to be the range that you want to, to get your protein in. So back to the fiber, back to the veggies, getting your veggies, making sure you're getting vegetables and there, and it's also important to get your fruit. So, don't listen to all this hype about how fruit has sugar and it's not good for you. And no, you do need fruit. Our bodies are craving the the vitamins and f- inside of fruit, the vitamins, the minerals, the water content, the fiber in fruit. Um, but one of the questions might be, well, what about dried fruit? This is a good question because um, dried fruit, although yes, it it all it's also um, you know, high in vitamins and protein and good for you with fiber. I want you to be aware of the calorie content of it. So I'm not saying don't eat dried fruit, but just be aware of the calorie content. So for example, if you had, let's say, um, let's talk about grapes. So grapes, 82 calories for a cup of red grapes, a cup of fresh red grapes, 82 calories, a whole cup of raisins, four hundred and thirty four calories you see the difference because why because this is a cup of raisins that's been dried out and so we're having way more than a cup of regular raisins if you're having regular grapes if you're having raisins so so because right raisins don't have the water content so yes you can have dried fruit and it's good and it's healthy Um, But two things, high in calories in terms of volume. So here we go talking about volume again. We want to be eating foods that are high in volume, low in calorie. So a cup of grapes, that's going to be 82 calories, right? Versus a cup of raisins, which is 434 calories. See, that's a lot. And again, that's not bad. It's just be aware. And also, if you are eating dried fruit, pay attention to the ingredients in that dried fruit, whether you get it in bulk or you buy it packaged, take a look at the ingredients. A lot of times you will be shocked that they do add sugar to those. And I'm talking like, think about, you know, like fried, like dried pineapple, dried bananas, dried mango, um, you name it, dried fruit. A lot of times it's hard to find just plain, plain dried fruit that doesn't have added sugar. So pay attention to that as well. All right, moving right along. We are at number five. Stay hydrated. You want to be hydrated, getting plenty of water. You know, a a lot of times, and you can experiment with this, (laughs) think about this. and And I talked about this earlier, getting plenty of water, because there are times that you're actually thirsty, you're not really hungry. But thirst seems like it's it masks itself as hunger. So if you're feeling hungry, first thing off the bat, like, let's get some water. Let's make sure you're not just thirsty. Try that. Drink a glass of water. You know what? I want to recommend that you kick off your day with a nice glass of water. Start your day. I started doing this a long time ago, and what a difference. It just kind of it just kind of kickstarts your metabolism, gets everything kind of flowing. First thing in the morning, a fresh glass of water, plain water. I know you're probably like, I don't, some people don't like water, whatever you need to do to drink your water, get your water in and stay hydrated. It's definitely going to help you, um, stay satisfied while you're in a calorie deficit. Um, so that brings us to a question. What about having tea or coffee or a diet soda or adding flavor to water, like flavors? Is it still, is it still water? Is it still considered? Does it count as water? Um, Yes, it does. <laughs> I mean, it's water, right? There's water in that. The content of it, majority of it is water, whether it's tea, coffee, diet soda. However, um, there is something to be said for those things that are in there. And I don't recommend that you're always putting flavors in your water. I think it's important to try to get away from these, these things that are these packages of things that have chemicals, preservatives, added all kinds of added things that are in there that our bodies are just not, that's not healthy. It's not good for our body, just on a whole, you know, microbiological level. I'm not going to get all technical, but let's just keep it simple. If you don't like water, do whatever you need to do to get your water in. So if you're not going to drink your water because you're not putting the packet in there, that's not good. If you need the packet to get your your water, drink the packet, it's fine. (laughs) But Really, the best way to get your water in is fresh, clean, pure water. the way the body was intended to take water in. Also, um, another thing when it comes to water is drinking um, sparkling water, carbonated water, that can also tend to help you stay satisfied, maybe kind of give you a little a little push um, to stay stay satisfied that I, I love sparkling water from time to time. Now you might be asking, well, how much water do, do I need? Um, great question. You know what? Don't overcomplicate this. I know people like to say you need this this many ounces of water per you know pound of body weight and all those. Let's not complicate it. Simple. Very simple. Make sure you're drinking your water and take a look. Here's my nursey answer. Look at your urine. If your urine has a pale, clear yellow you're good. You're good to go. But if it starts looking kind of like a dark, dark yellow, dark apple juice color, well, you need to drink some water. You're getting dehydrated. So just make that your gauge um, if you're getting enough water look at your urine. That's going to give you the perfect. Now don't go all like completely clear. You don't even see a hint of yellow in there. That's going the opposite direction. Not so good either. You do need to have a little hint of yellow in there. Just don't let it get too dark. Then you're, then you're dehydrated. So that's how you know if you're getting enough water. Okay. As I said earlier, and I already covered it, I didn't know, but this was my number six. My number six one was getting enough fiber. So I think I pretty much covered that one pretty much again. Just make sure you're getting 25 grams of fiber. That's the recommended daily amount of fiber. So if you get more, great. And what are what are some great ways to get some fiber? Peas, beans, lentils, whole grains, lots of I say, oats, um, quinoa. There are a lot of fruits that are very high in fiber. Did you know avocado is high in fiber? I thought that was interesting. Um, raspberries, all the raspberries high in fiber. So yeah, get your fiber. It's so healthy. And that combined with your water is going to help you stay satisfied. So kind of imagine fiber, like the fibers getting, getting, um, you know, filled up and with the water, you know, kind of like a sponge, it just fills up and it's filling up your gut. It's making you feel satisfied, right? So making sure you get enough fiber. Again, be sure that you don't overload your body with fiber. If it's not used to it, you need to increase that stuff. Like, Slowly over time, okay. But your water, getting plenty of water, getting plenty of fiber is a beautiful thing. It's so good when you get this balance right. You're gonna be regular, you're gonna get that digestive system moving along. Um, and that's healthy and that's good, right? We want to be getting a minimum, okay? It's going to be a nursey thing to say. We want to be getting those bowel movements in daily, at least once a day, at least. Are you getting two a day? Girl, you are doing really good, girl. <laughs> um, some people, they are not as regular. Uh, I'm just going to leave that between you and your doctor. Um, but are you regular? Get get your fiber, get your water, and and keep that going because without the water yeah, things can get topped up. This is another good reason why you need to stay hydrated. Okay. I was not going to talk about that, but I did. <laughs> so next one, let's see how we can strategize our meals. Um, one of the things that's important, and this is kind of talking also going to talk about, um, I'm also going to talk about here, meal frequency. It's important. Um, it's important. People think, I know you've probably heard the, all these kind of messages out there about when to eat and when you should have you should eat every four hours or every two hours or don't eat after six o'clock in the night in the evenings. Um then you have people talking about intermittent fasting. Look look, here's the thing. Your body has these hormones that regulate your hunger and your satiety, your being satisfied, okay? You have these, it's ghrelin and leptin. And ghrelin will signa- sig- signals your body that you're hungry and leptin signals your body that you're satisfied. So the better you stay on a schedule and train your body, the better off you are and the less likely you are going to feel these, these, um, these highs and lows in your hunger. So it's, um, so to that degree, it is important to kind of have um, a schedule for yourself. And it's very individual. It's, it's not the same for everybody. You've got to find what works for you for your meal frequency, but there is something to be said for having your own schedule. So I'm just going to say, say that again, your body can, can get used to a pattern of how you're eating, whether you eat three meals a day and two snacks, or you eat two meals a day, one snack, or you eat once a day. I don't recommend that. Um, Or however, however you do this regularly, stay in sync and your body will get used to it because your hormones are going to be in sync. Your body wants to stay in balance and that's how it stays in balance whenever you stay kind of on a schedule. Um, When it comes to eating your meals, um, if you're, you know, if you have a nice plate with a balanced meal on there, you've got your protein, you've got your, your carbohydrates on there excuse me, and you have um, your starch, right? Okay, starch, I should have said, okay, let's start over here. You have your protein, you have your veggies, and you have your starch, which your starch can also be a veggie, but it's the starchy veggie. But anyway, this is this is what I'm talking about when I'm saying strategize how you eat that food on your plate. Maybe the way you do this to help you um, so that you so that you can stay satisfied even before you finish your plate is first off, start off with your veggies. That's the first thing. Go ahead and get those in there. you know You definitely want to make sure you're eating your veggies. And if you start out eating your protein you know, and you eat your carbs or your not your starchy veg your starchy whatever starch, and then you try to eat your you might be full by then. So hey, let's be smart. Let's try this. Let's try let's try eating our veggies. And then let's go to the protein and then let's eat your starchy food, whatever that is, whether it's your pasta, your grains, um, your potatoes, your sweet potatoes, whatever that starchy is on your plate. Um, that's one way to do it. Now, some people don't like to do that. I'm not that person. I kind of like to take a bite of a little bit of everything, (laughs) but I do try to eat my vegetables before I finish my plate for sure. So that's one way to stay satisfied and, um, and finish. Maybe you, maybe you get satisfied before you even finish eat before you, maybe you're satisfied after you eat your veggies and you eat your protein. By the time you get to that starchy item, then maybe you don't want it. Or maybe you just take a couple bites and you're satisfied. See, see, you did it. It's great. All right. Next item on my list here, and this wasn't going to be on my list, but I started thinking about this one and I thought, you know what? I'm not going to leave this one off. This one is good. And that is, and this is not going to apply to everybody because not everybody drinks alcohol, but this is what I'm going to talk about. Let's avoid alcohol when you're in a calorie deficit. Not like if you want to drink alcohol, fine. So be it. Make sure you're counting your calories. Um, Understand, I want you to understand this just on a simple, just a simple level that Whenever you drink alcohol, your body has to process the alcohol before it processes anything else. It does process alcohol differently than the other macros. So keep this in mind because it's going to process that because alcohol is a toxin. It's poison. So your body is going to be working and processing that to get that out of your system, right? Before it's going to start processing all the other goodies, so keep that in mind. Uh, and but the point with this is that when you drink alcohol, alcohol has a tendency, I don't know about you, <laughs> most people, when they drink alcohol, guess what happens? Two things can happen. It's gonna increase your appetite, you're gonna eat whatever, and you don't even care. Then you're gonna drink another drink, and then what? You're gonna drink another drink and then you really don't care. Then you're just gonna eat everything and more. <laughs> so let's just be smart about the alcohol. Um, give yourself some bright lines and, um, and set, set yourself up for success when it comes to that give yourself kind of some guidelines of when you're going to have a drink, how many drinks you're going to have plan ahead so that you don't catch yourself off guard and then overeating and then beating yourself up. No, but alcohol is, um, it is a toxin and your body is going to process it first. So just realize that I'm just trying to give you the information. So you have the knowledge, so you can make decisions on what you want to do for yourself when it comes to alcohol. Okay. The next one, this is my last one on my list. And that is, it's very important to get plenty of sleep. This is a big one. And sleep is a big one not just in a calorie deficit but just in general for your health. Girl, please make sleep a priority for yourself. Too many of us are getting up really early in the morning, wearing ourselves down, wearing ourselves out, taking care of the whole world and then and then every the whole world goes to sleep and then we're up late trying to, I don't know, get some me time. <laughs> Or trying to finish up things that we want to do for ourselves. And then guess what happens? We go to bed late. And then we are cheating ourselves out of the rest, of the sleep that your body needs to recover. And it's not not just that, but here's why in a calorie deficit, getting plenty of sleep is so important. There's two big reasons. The number one reason is because if you aren't getting enough sleep the next day, Well, your body is going to be signaling that it's hungry because what your body really wants is some energy, right? So you're tired and you don't even realize this. I've done this many times. I've had days where I don't even realize it. I'm kind of snacky snacky and I'm hungry like all day, like I've already eaten and I'm still hungry. What's going on? Oh, you know what? I didn't get enough sleep last night. So my body, what it really wants is sleep to re-energize. But since I didn't get enough sleep last night, I'm my body's making me hungry. I'm hungry. So be aware of that. That is one of the biggest reasons why you want to make sure you're getting enough sleep because your body's going to tell you you're hungry, you're hungry, you're hungry, when really what you need is sleep. So this is a big one. What's the other thing about getting sleep? Hello, if you don't get enough sleep, You're not going to be able to cope with life in general. And when you're grumpy, tired, and everything is making you irritated, you're not going to care. You're just going to eat. You're like, I don't care anymore. You just, you lose your ability to make wise decisions or even care about making a wise decision. So please make sure you get enough sleep. And you know what? This ties in with with alcohol. Um, The truth, look, here's the truth. The bottom line if you drink any alcohol, I don't care what anybody tells you. The truth is, alcohol is going to disturb your sleep. It's a disturbance to your sleep. I know people think, well, I'm going to have a drink and it's going to make me all relax. I'm going to sleep good. Well, here's the truth. The truth is, it does interrupt your sleep. It, it's an endocrine endocrine. I can never say that word. Look, it's going to disrupt your hormones. Okay. So, just think think about this. Um, I'm not saying live a perfectly live perfectly. But consider these things and how they do impact you so that you don't feel like you're out of control and that you can start taking steps in the right direction to make sure that you're taking care of yourself and you're getting plenty of sleep, whatever you need to do to do that. And I think I should probably do an episode on sleep (laughs) Um, myself. I mean, I'm just as guilty as the next person of wanting to stay up late and finish things that I want to do. But the truth is, I mean, the next day, whenever I stay up late, man, I just, I, I do not, my, my brain is foggy. I'm not clear headed. I'm tired. I'm not focused. See, I'm just human. And it happens to all of us. So give yourself the best opportunity to succeed by getting plenty of sleep. And it's important that you set yourself up in, in, in a sleep-wake cycle that is the same every single day, even through the weekend, and I know I've spoken about this before because there are some days that I don't have the same le- wake, <laughs> sleep-wake cycle, well, because I had a show um, over the weekend. But most of the time, it's important to keep that circadian rhythm going, same sleep and wake cycle. So whatever you need to do for yourself, you know, set yourself an alarm on your watch. That's what I do. At a certain time in the evening, my watch goes off, sings me a little lullaby, and then I know, okay, it's time to shut down and let's get go. Let's go get our sleep hygiene on, girl. And you know, do what you got to do. Take your shower, drink your hot tea. Um, relax, read a book, get, get into a routine so that you are signaling to your brain, giving your brain the message, we're winding down now. It's time to wind down. Get your mind off of the cares of the day and get a good night's sleep. So those are all the things that I had to talk about um, today on how to stay satisfied in a calorie deficit. I really hope that there, that these things helped you. And, um, and you know, you, you know, you can always reach out to me in social media on messages or send me an email at Anna at Anna Um, always here to answer your questions. I really appreciate that you spent some time with me here today and thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Um, kind of blows me away that you're taking the time to do that. There's so many other things that you can do. I say that all the time. But it's really true. And and I really do appreciate it. So so I hope that the time that you spent with me, you feel was valuable. And if it was, and if you're finding my episodes or my, my podcast helpful, and you're enjoying it, please do me a big favor and share it with somebody else. Share it with somebody that you think will find it valuable and enjoy it as well. And Of course, if you do like it and you haven't done it yet, figure out how to give me um, a high five by giving me um, a good rating. Fives are always nice and, and definitely would love your feedback in one of the reviews on the podcast. So thanks, girl. You keep on taking care of yourself. okay? you're the only one. You're the only one that can do that for you. And it's not selfish. It is the most unselfish thing. It is so selfless to take care of you and love yourself well so that you can show up in the world as this amazing woman, <laughs> full of energy and zeal, and everybody's going to want what you got, girl. So you got it going on. Take care of yourself. Again, nobody else can do that but you. So do I have your word? Self care. Self-love all day, every day, girl. All right, let's go. Hey, girl, hold up. I want to take this opportunity to invite you to join us inside Rock That Fitness. If you want to lose fat, get leaner, stronger, shape your body, increase your self-confidence, increase your energy and your metabolism, as well as change your mindset around food and fitness for life, then I want you to consider joining the band. We are the best online women's fitness community ever. Of course, I'm biased, but I'll tell you what, the rock stars in here will tell you the very same thing. It's a very powerful thing to be around like-minded women just like you that are seeking to become the best version of themselves, both body and mind. Plus, you get access to two certified, experienced coaches, myself, I'm a registered nurse, and Abby Osborne, who is a physical therapist, and we genuinely care about your success. We're here to take away the guesswork and to help you every step of the way. If that's you, please visit our homepage at AnnaRockStarFitness.com for more information, or you can just email me at Anna at That's Anna at All right, girl, thank you for listening, and until next time, rock on, girl.